Hola, and welcome to Spanish Answers, a podcast that gives you unas llavitas claves as you unlock your Spanish language adventure. I'm your host, Sarah, with Language Answers, and today's episode 52 is the first special episode of 2021. You see, for this year, I decided to do something new for Spanish Answers and incorporate three special episodes throughout the year that would focus on interesting holidays celebrated in Spanish-speaking countries around the world. So they're kind of like one big cultural tip regarding a country's unique celebration. Today's episode is my first one, focusing on El Año Andino Amazonico, which is celebrated today, June 21st. So let's get started. Let's begin by discussing what is El Año Andino Amazonico, also known as the Andean Amazonic New Year. This holiday was created as one of Bolivia's national holidays in 2010. It always falls on June 21st and celebrates the winter solstice, so the day marks the beginning of a new agricultural season while also signaling the end of winter. It used to be called Año Nuevo Aymara, but was changed to El Año Andino Amazonico. Now, it's also called Wilakuti, and I apologize ahead of time if I butcher any of the words in this episode, but this is an Aymaran word which means return of the sun, or in Spanish, retorno del sol. Now, why would this matter? Well, because the holiday itself is an Aymaran celebration. So, who are the Aymara? Well, simply put, the Aymara are a South American indigenous group located mainly in the Altiplano region in Peru, Bolivia, and Chile, and a bit in Argentina too. That just leads to the next question, what is the Altiplano region? Because before this episode, I didn't even know it existed. Basically, this area covers 40,000 square miles and is a high elevation plateau, the average elevation being 12,000 feet, located in the Andes. It encompasses parts of Peru, Bolivia, Chile, and Argentina. The Altiplano is one of the poorest areas in the world, with about 77% living at poverty line and 55% living in extreme poverty conditions, which is just heartbreaking to think about. Some cool things that are in the Altiplano include the Salar de Uni, which is the world's largest salt flats, and Lake Titicaca, which is the world's highest navigable lake. So there you go. Now you have some more places to add to your travel wish list, obviously. Now, some more facts about the Aymara. In the Altiplano area, the Aymara grows some food, but agriculture isn't really a big thing. I mean, the environment isn't very good for large agriculture. Now, they do herd animals, including alpacas and llamas, and they're known for their complex weaving, which is a skill that they can trace to pre-Incan times. Pretty cool. The Aymara originally took over their area from the Uru tribe, and then in the 15th century, they themselves fell under Incan control. The Spaniards then came in the 16th century and forced them to work in the silver mines. It was a pretty brutal time. But despite such long-lasting oppression and even more modern discrimination, the Aymara people have held on to their culture and way of life and thankfully seem to be gaining acceptance. Nowadays, the women are known for wearing long skirts and bowler hats, which they started wearing in the 1920s. 
They also wear what's called an aguayo, which is a cloth used to carry supplies or children and is brightly colored. There are also Aymara women among the fighting cholitas, a group of indigenous women who professionally wrestle. These women fight for the sport, but also as a means of combating machismo culture and violence against women. And they do it while wearing their traditional skirts and pigtails. Basically, they are awesome. If you want to read more about them, I have included a link in the episode notes. Another interesting fact, and an encouraging one, is that Bolivia's 80th president, Evo Morales, was also the first Aymaran president. Now then, how is El Año Andino Amazonico actually celebrated? Mainly by greeting the sunrise. Well, and with some rituals and ceremonies, of course. The main gathering place to greet the sunrise on June 21st seems to be the Tiwanaku Ruins, which are by the southeast shore of Lake Titicaca in western Bolivia. These ruins used to be the capital city of a pre-Incan civilization known as the Tiwanaku Empire, which lasted from around 1500 BC to 1000 AD. This empire spoke Pukina and extended from Bolivia to Peru and northern Chile. When the climate began to change, however, bringing drought, the empire fell apart and Tiwanaku was abandoned. The Incas later populated the area around Lake Titicaca and drew the city into their own mythology. Today, it is still an important spiritual site for the Aymara. In fact, the site is so important that in 2000, UNESCO designated the ruins as a World Heritage Site. Pretty cool. On the 21st, the sun is greeted with rituals and gifts offered to the sun and earth, who are Aymaran deities, which in itself is interesting because while the Aymaran people have adopted Christianity, they seem to also have an interesting mix of... Catholicism and their traditional religion involving nature worship. Anyways, according to BoliviaTravelSite.com, here is a synopsis of the celebration schedule. Everything is led by Andean priests and elders, and things begin on June 20th, the day before, with a pilgrimage to the Kimsachata Volcano Group to make an offering to the Earth Goddess. This is then followed in the afternoon with a cultural festival, including music, that goes all night. Then, on June 21st, there is the ritual ceremony of the Great Wilkakuti, located in the Kalasasaya Temple. Again, if I butcher these words, I am so sorry. Although, can I just say how fun these words are? Tiwanaku, Lake Titicaca, Wilkakuti, Kalasasaya. Like, these are just fun words. I really like the sound of this language. Now this temple, Kalasasaya Temple, is the ceremonial center of Tiwanaku. Finally, when the sun rises at 7.25 a.m., everyone raises their hands to receive the energy from the sun's rays. And that is pretty much the gist of it. So one final thing, while there are many benefits to learning Spanish, which if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably already aware of, but one of the cool things about it related to this episode are the insights you can gain to South American indigenous cultures that might not be as available in English. For instance, I've included a link to a video of a young lady teaching an Aymaran song with Spanish translations. She also has a video to help people learn Aymara, just released for Father's Day, if you're also interested in that. Her name is Hulakita Naira. I do recommend checking out one of the videos at least, because the Aymaran language sounds so cool, and it 
I think it might even have like clicks in it. I'm not really sure. I need to do more research, but it's really fun to listen to. Now, because today's episode is basically a cultural tip in and of itself, I'm not going to include a separate one, but since we just had Father's Day, I do want to wish you all a belated Feliz Dia del Padre, and I hope that you had a wonderful time celebrating the oh-so-important role that they play in our lives. Well, that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to check out the show notes for links to the resources I used for this episode. If you would prefer to read an approximate transcription of today's episode, you can also visit the episode's blog. I would love to help you on your Spanish journey, so if you have any questions about Spanish culture or grammar, or even if you just need help editing or creating content in English, you can reach me at contact at languageanswers.com or visit my website for more information at www.languageanswers.com. Remember, learning a language is a lifelong journey. Aprovechalo, disfrútalo, y compártelo. See you in two weeks. Hasta luego!